It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. In a recent poll, 96%, 96% of Floridians support data privacy. Companies not being able to mine their data and use it at will. So, having passed or presented and passed in the Florida House, what happens in the Florida Senate? Florida House Representative from District 72, Fiona McFarland, joins me to talk about the data privacy bill, also backed by Governor Ron DeSantis. Fiona, good morning. Good morning, David. Good to talk to you. So let's talk about this. The bill presented, poised to pass the Florida House and head to the Florida Senate. What are the issues? Well, first, what is the bill about? Excuse me. Let me let me back up a little bit, because I want to get to for those who may not be in Florida like me and enjoying uh, reading about Florida's positive moves. Uh, What is the data privacy bill? The data privacy bill reestablishes some consumer rights over their own information. As we trade with e-commerce online, we hand over so much about ourselves. But what I think we've lost sight of is we don't control that information anymore. Back in the day when you went to a store to buy a product, you had no conception or no belief that that product and the 16 vendors that you interacted with would continue to follow you for the rest of the day. But that's sort of the state of, of digital interactions today. And, you know, it comes at a great convenience for the consumer, and I completely celebrate that. Uh, But what we're saying here in Florida is that the consumer should have the right to know what information a company collects about them, to ask that company to delete it if they would like to, uh, but most importantly, to opt out of their data being used for profit, to opt out of that selling of their data. So within this bill, uh, the House clearly an agreement. Now there's opposition. What's the nature of the opposition? The nature of the opposition is so interesting to me. Here in Tallahassee, in Florida's capital, if you ask anyone who's involved in the political realm, they would say, oh, consumer data privacy, it's the most contentious issue of the legislative session. Uh, It's bad for business. It's high implementation costs, blah, blah, blah. But if you take one step outside of this political bubble, Every single consumer wants this. We polled it, uh, and it polled at 96%. Nothing polls that high. And even when we use the most uh, negative talking points of, um, you know, burden on business, high implementation costs, those costs might trickle down to an increased cost of goods or service, the vast majority of, of Floridians were still in support of having control over their digital information. Now, this bill stalled in the Senate last year and this year 352 businesses and industry lobbyists have registered uh to go against this bill to your point about who's in opposition i mean this seems like an all-out effort for short-term money rather than long-term privacy protection am i getting this correct you're totally getting it right david it's just it's so overt at, to me at this, I've been working on this bill for two years now, and it, it's, um, it's so overt to me that companies are willing to spend big lobbyist money to stop this bill from happening. And you know why? It's because our data is so valuable to them. 
think about think about this. When you interact with a company, if you're not paying for anything and you're not really sure what the product is you're buying, it's you. It's your data. When companies buy when when I interact with a company, right? So say they, you know, I buy a cup of coffee. I am only as valuable to that company as the number of coffee cups I can buy. But if they take my digital information and they take the fact that they know that I am a, you know, a 30 something white female, leans conservative, they can profit off that data a numerous amount of times for online advertising. Layer in the fact that I have two small children and, and suddenly I'm a gold mine uh, for, you know, selling me baby products or, or, you know, loan information. It's just, it's crazy. Our, our data is so valuable to companies. And all we're saying in Florida is we're not saying you have to stop that, companies. We're just saying you have to give us control to opt out if we're creeped out by it. Right. So now we're talking about giving the consumer more control. And when it comes to the Senate, the Florida Senate, and this is where it gets, I guess you want to call it more interesting for me, the Republicans have the advantage in the Florida Senate. But are they going to cave to lobbyists rather than the interests of their constituents? You know, I I will admit it would be politically expedient for me to just say yes, to say yes, the Senate is is caving to business pressure. But I do want to be fair to my counterparts over there in case they're listening. There are two conservative principles at war right now. One is the desire to promote business and be business friendly and get out of the way and, and, and not regulate business. But the other conservative principle that is at stake here is privacy. And perhaps it's that on the House side, we've decided that privacy takes over from, from anti-business regulation and, and the Senate clearly is, is taking the other approach. Um, I just happen to disagree with them. Well, and I and I take your point on that, Fiona, but you don't have to be mutually exclusive to one or the other. Is there a need for a fair level of of legislation, even when it comes to business? Or that's a part of how you maintain an ordered society. Business is held accountable for their for their for their actions. At the same time, you can protect privacy because you're not forcing the businesses as if I'm reading this bill correctly, and I believe I am. You're not forcing the businesses into a behavior. You're simply saying you cannot do this with someone's private information. So I I don't see the, the mutual exclusivity that it has to be one or the other here. And that conservative principles, to me, seem to align with fair regulation at the same time, privacy for the individual, regardless of party. That's right. And, you know, David, we worked so hard on this bill to make sure that there's we've thought through with the unintended consequences right so if you're if you're a small mom and pop business it's it's highly unlikely you are profiting off of data you're probably profiting off of whatever product or service it is that you sell and you don't have some side revenue stream from trading on people's data and we've made sure that that mom and pop is not covered under this bill that they're excluded from the bill they can keep on selling whatever it is they sell We've worked very hard to make sure that we are targeting the behavior that I've been talking about, where I am the product, uh, not the the thing that is being sold to me, where my data is the product. Um, but every every time there's a new piece of legislation that impacts the business community, 
they lobby up. And, you know, we're so friendly to business here in Florida. Maybe this is just their one chance to really flex their, their, their muscles because we're typically very, very friendly towards business in the state of Florida. No, and I understand that. I Look, I can tell you that I know many people who've moved their businesses to Florida, and it seems to happen on an almost daily basis in some form. But if who are, and I, I know it's a broad list, this is the list 352 businesses and industry lobbyists. So you can't, I, you know, you can't sit here and list off all 325, uh, sorry, 325. I transposed the number there. But, you know, in general, who are these businesses and lobbyists? What, is there a broader or a more dominant area they represent? This was sort of a, a light bulb moment for me last year when we first introduced the bill. You know, I thought I would be hearing from telecommunications companies. I thought I would be hearing from big tech. I thought I would be hearing from, from data brokers. Uh, but as I said, data impacts every industry. So of those 325, we've got, you know, auto manufacturers and auto dealers, we've got uh, retail, we've got uh, grocery chains. It's really, it's a very broad brushstroke of, of groups that have an interest in this bill. And I, I don't want to, you know, come on your show and be glib about it. I understand that we are passing a law that businesses will have to comply with. But I'm also telling you that I think if you are trading on someone's personal information, then that's a cost you ought to bear. One of the things brought up in objection to this bill, and this was put out by a law firm, was with the relationship to data privacy and HIPAA. They stated on their website, because the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act of 1996 generally preempts only those state laws that are contrary to it and provide less protection. A new state law that adds more stringent privacy requirements could require changes to compliance programs absent such a carve-out. And the pending bills contain a number of detailed privacy protections that go beyond HIPAA. Uh, For one, uh, HIPAA has no private right of action. Florida's HB 9 would allow consumers to sue for violations of the law if it passes in current form. On that objection, how do you address it? I'll address it in two ways. One, when it comes to health information specifically, we went to great lengths to make sure that we are not double regulating with the federal government. So if you are a, if you are a health services or a health related company in any way, and you have information and data that is protected by HIPAA, you're excluded from the bill. We don't want to double tap with, you know, HIPAA goes far enough to protect data. But I think as we've all seen, there are a number of um, health related companies that are health and non-health in one, uh, in one umbrella. So think of like, you know, any sort of uh, health startup app that helps you track your, um, it, you know, I just had a kid. So there's, uh, there's all sorts of data that or apps out there that help you track the growth of a baby uh, for a pregnant woman, right? That is health information, but it is not conceived of um, as protected by HIPAA. So we've drawn the line where HIPAA stops, the Florida bill picks up. Um, to the second point about the concerns over the pride of right of action, I'll break that down for folks. When it comes to enforcement, right, I've just outlined, outlined these great rights that we're going to restore for Floridians. When it comes to bad actors who would disregard this bill, 
we give the consumer the right to bring a lawsuit against the company that has violated their rights. A couple other states who have been experimenting with this, this data privacy legislation, they've put the enforcement with the government. They've put the enforcement with the attorney general. We're taking a stance here when it comes to when it comes to data. There is no better advocate for someone's privacy than themselves. And well, that seems to make that, sense to give the consumer yep. the choice to file civil action, and at the same time protecting the state's right to protect the laws if passed under public action, whether civil or criminal. That's right. And when you think of if, you know, conversely, if we put enforcement with the attorney general, which isn't a bad road, it's just a little, it's a little weaker. If we put the enforcement with the attorney general, she's got to grow her staff. Uh, She's got to hire some some cyber, forensic cyber attorneys. She's got to beef up her team that knows about, you know, how to go after big tech or or even the small shadowy data brokers. Uh, And that leads to a growth in government, which is something as a conservative, I think we're also a little uncomfortable with. Um, it's just uh, <laughs> as wide-reaching as data is, it, it, the legislation is also wide-reaching and complicated. Well, the Florida Senate's got a task before it. Uh, what does this mean for other states, Fiona? You, you mentioned that other states have taken stabs at this, but Florida's leading the way right now with an existing legislation. Yeah, and I think this is actually this is this is the the big takeaway after this session. If Florida can pass this bill, we are a we are the third third largest state in the country. We are a conservative state. If we can pass, if we can take a big stand protecting data privacy, and then you combine that with the fact that California has also uh, passed a similar bill, you know, with their own California flavor, of course, you're looking at the fact that you have. Two out of the three biggest states, one red, one blue, who have taken a meaningful stand for data privacy. I think that puts enormous pressure on D.C. to, to pass legislation up there, which is really the right way to do it. Um, it you know, the consumer data privacy ought to be solved at the federal level, uh, making it less complex for national companies that, or even international companies to not have to figure out, you know, a patchwork of regulation state by state. But as, as you and your listeners very well know, waiting on days on DC is an exercise in futility. So we've taken a stance here in Florida, but to your point about other states doing that, I, I do think if Florida can pull this off, you know, we've got five days left of the session here. If this, if the Senate's listening, come on guys, please take up this bill and pass it. I am willing to negotiate uh, in the sausage making that is political process, but we've got to send a message not only to Floridians, but to the state and D.C. Well, I'll be watching carefully. As you said, there are only uh, days left in this year's legislative session, and I've got my track this bill button clicked, and I'm waiting to see what the Senate does with their version, SB 1864. Uh they may have to go home to their constituents and explain why they don't stand for their right to control and protect their information. <laughs> Amen. You said it, David. Thank you. Thank you. Fiona McFarland, Florida 72nd District, leading the way on the Florida data privacy bill. Thank you, Fiona. Thanks, David. Have a great rest of the week. Thank you. You can join me live on The David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.